Hello, everyone. It's the BA Podcast. That eight second uh, of silence right there was for the honor of Kobe Bryant and all those who passed away on the helicopter crash that sadly took his life on Sunday, uh, this past Sunday. Um, It was a shock to everyone in the sports world, not even the sports world, in the world. Everyone's shocked about it. Um, Just a sad, sad news, sad, sad day. Um, But yeah, we're here to talk about the 49ers uh, but we wanted to start with that first because life's more important than sports. And it was really sad, sad day for everyone involved who knew Kobe, who heard of Kobe, who watched basketball. Um, so, yeah, that was a tough blow and a tough day on that Sunday. Yeah, rest in peace. But let's get started. Welcome to the Big Podcast for your co-host, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an 89 Super Bowl edition, like Jake was saying. Jake, why don't you talk about... Chiefs and Titans game. Before that, though, um, we first tried to do a 24 second of silence, but it was just, it was, you know, uncomfortable doing that long. Um, but eight seconds is good for Kobe. Um, but yeah, back to the Niners and Chiefs. Uh, tough to transition from a terrible incident to sports, but that's what we do here at the BA podcast. Whenever stuff like this happens, we're, we tell you about it. Because we're transparent. We like letting people know about stuff that happens. But anyway, um, so the Chiefs are playing the Niners. The Chiefs, as you guys all know, have Patrick Mahomes, quarterback. Uh, when did you say he's somewhat good, James? Yeah, he's kind of good. Yeah, he has, he has talent. Um, he might make it in the league. I'm not sure. You never know. But yeah, so Patrick Mahomes is on the Chiefs. Um the Chiefs, who played the Titans in the AFC Championship game, which, as we all know, I predicted back in Week 11 or Week 14, 13, 14, that the Titans would make the uh, AFC Championship game. You didn't I, say that. You said they would beat the Patriots in the playoffs. That's what you said. And to get to the AFC Championship game. That's what you I said. You didn't say that. I'll, I'll post it later tonight because I already proved you, you wrong you, twice. You, you didn't say um, that. You yeah, didn't I did. That. You didn't say that. But go on. Go on. Go on. So yes, um, I did say it, but we'll, we'll sh- we'll, the film nah, and tape it, will tell like, you about on, it. Go on. Anyways, go on. Um, so yeah, the anyway. Titans lost, I believe it was, what was the score? 20, what, 31, uh, 17? 30, 35-24 Chiefs was the final score. 31-24 Chiefs, okay. 35-24 um, so Chiefs, yes. Great season for the Titans, came a little bit short. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was really good in that game. Um, so that's the, the key for the Niners, the biggest key. Is the somewhat key. Let's talk, talk about those later. Let's just talk about the game first that just happened. Um, so, yeah, 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 yeah the Chiefs yeah. defense held Derrick Henry to only 69 yard, rushing yards that nice. game. Kind of nice. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, like Dick was saying, played pretty well. He had three TDs on the day. I think he's like two for 300 plus yards. Yeah, probably. Um, he wakes Kill up and throws for 300 yards. Yards. Uh, he had two TDs on the game. And Sammy Watkins had 114 yards. I think he had like seven catches. For a touchdown that game, um, but yeah, that's how the game went. I mean, Tannehill still threw for two touchdowns, and Derrick Henry also had a score. Um, I think the Chiefs—I don't know the Chiefs—the Titans led 10-0 in the first quarter. I'm pretty sure, right? That's correct, right? Yeah, they—they they led. I'm not sure if it was the first or second quarter, but yeah, they were leading. It was the first. Nothing. It was the first. I think they scored. They—they they got the field goal first. They scored first. The Chiefs couldn't do anything, and they scored again, making it ten nothing. But then, again. The Chiefs overcome a deficit like they did against the Texans, and they score thirty-seven in the 
not 37, but 37 in the entire game to beat the Titans. Um, they only, I think the Chiefs defense only let up like 200 yards to, to Ryan Tannehill. And that was the first like game in the playoffs. He had to throw for double digits throwing wise. So they were like somewhat heavily on Tannehill to throw the ball. I mean, he did somewhat well, obviously throwing two TDs in a playoff game. Um, but yeah, have anything else added to this game, Jake? Um, no, nothing out of the game. Um, it was a fun game to watch until the last couple minutes of the fourth, but um, nothing else to add to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so let's move on to the second game of the day. Um, for those who don't know, this game, I was at a wedding for this game. Hmm. I watched like the first half, uh, and then the the ceremony happened. Uh, congratulations to Marcus and Lindsay. Um, thank God the ceremony happened during halftime, so I didn't miss a lot, which is nice. But um, yeah, the 49ers obviously crushed the Packers in this game, uh, scoring, uh, winning 37 to 20. I think halftime was a, what 27-0. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At half it was 27-0. The Packers just could not do anything. So that's uh, two games we played the Packers this year, shutting them out in the first half. I think it was 20 to zero. The first time we played them this year, and then again twenty-seven to zero in um, this conference championship game. Um, well, he'll start off with the star of the game, obviously. For those who don't know, and they should know about this guy now, uh, it's Raheem Mostert, who had four TDs on a day. Jake. Yep. Four TDs. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. And 29 carries for 220 yards. Jesus. Um, Second most in a playoff game in NFL history behind um, Eric Dickerson, I believe. Yeah, sounds about right. But, yeah, um, I just remember the first TD run he had was, like, like 36 yards. It was a third and eight. Yeah, third and eight. Yeah. They did the Madden move where you just run a draw, and it worked. Yeah. It was, like, an outside zone somewhat. And, I mean, he hit the hole perfectly. Pause. He scored. That was nice to see. Um I mean, in the middle in the Minnesota game, it was Tevin Coleman, and this game it was it's Raheem Mostert. Um, yeah. Speaking of Tevin Coleman, it, uh, he did happen to dislocate his elbow. However, yes. uh, the rumor is that he's going to play in the game, uh, the Super Bowl. Yes. So that's good for the Niners uh, because he is. No, he may not be like a, he is. Okay. He's technically the Niners starter. Uh, however. I don't really care about who starts. I care about who gets the most carries, and that's Raheem Mostert most of the time. However, with the Niners, it's kind of like the Patriots, as I said earlier, as I said in the preseason kind of when we did our episodes then, that the Niners have like a have like a running back staple like the Patriots had, where one week it could be James White, one week it could be Sonny Michelle, next week it could be Rex Burkhead. For the Niners, it could be Tevin Coleman. It could be Raheem Mostert. It could be even Matt Breida for a game or so. Or Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah, Jeff know. Wilson Jr. It could be one of those yeah, two. Yeah. Um, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so that's good for, uh, you know, keeping people fresh and fresh. stuff. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Keeping people fresh. I mean, it, I think it's already known that Shanahan will keep the hot hand in there. Yeah. Um, again, it could be any, any one, any, either, either two of those guys. Kevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, obviously Matt Breida um, not getting as much action as we thought he was or when he was at the beginning of the year. But again, still a guy you can rely on if you need it. Um, but yeah, just keep an eye on Kevin Coleman injury. 
Uh, I remember recording an episode, or I remember thinking that um, they might activate, or they might, uh, yeah, they might activate uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., but it's Evan Coleman. He has been practicing. I think it's been, like, all non-contact. He's been wearing that blue jersey in practice. Obviously, the game's two days away. Um, not three days away from now. Jeez. Yeah, season's ending. Season's ending soon. But we have the, um, we have the XFL to watch. Jokes. We do. Jokes. I need to choose a team. I'm going to wait... So after week one, LOL. Yeah, we have to see it what's like the, we did last what's year. What's the closest the, team to us? You yeah, know? We, we had to see. Let's we, talk about that later. Let's talk about that. Like last year. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the end. Uh, but yeah, um, obviously, like we said, Debo, uh, I mean, Raheem Mostert will start the game for TDs. But another guy who helped a lot, who helped move the offense up and down uh, the field was Debo Samuels. He had two catches for 46 yards. And not only added the passing game, but also to the rushing game. He had two rushes for 43 yards. Um, we'll talk about him uh, later on as well. But, I mean, Dillard Samuel wanting just really taking a hold of his offense as a receiver, a, a receiver too. Obviously, Mendo Sanders ahead of him. But um, when Sanders doesn't get going or we just need a guy who can uh, run to the edge and get a first down as fast as possible, Dillard Samuels. Um, did you see a clip of him talking about – I think I saw a clip, I think it was either today or yesterday, saying how when he was this year that oh, he yeah, was very yeah, surprised I saw it, that yeah. yeah, I think he saw that. Yeah, he like he was very surprised that he got like you're constantly learning in this offense that he thought he was never gonna learn the offense and actually never see the field. But look at him now, he's like a star. He's a star. He's one of the most explosive players on the field. Um he might even, of, yeah, he uh, might even get some carries too. Exactly, yeah, exactly. He's like um uh, a speed, yeah, exactly. Um, he's one of the toughest runners after the catch. Like, I mean, Debo Samuel was really becoming a star in this offense. I mean, the guy that we thought Dante Pettis was going to be, uh, not saying Dante Pettis can't be that guy. I mean, hopefully, he takes that jump in year three. But I mean, Debo Samuel just really learning this offense in year one is going to help propel him to another level. Uh, hopefully, and he shows that in the Super Bowl. Um, and then uh, defensive-wise, um, uh, during the Packers game, Bosa had a sack. Armstead had a sack. And Kawan Williams also had a sack. He had a, Kawan Williams had a sack out of the uh, slot corner that, position. Yeah, yeah. Kind of forced the fumble, like, too. He, he was unblocked. It was crazy. That was uh, pretty cool to see. Um, and for those who don't know, the two games they played to get to the Super Bowl, the 49ers, Jimmy has only thrown a combined 27 times and has completed 17 of those throws. Yeah. Um, how much do you see him... How, how much do you see Jimmy throwing in his football game? Um, I think, depending on... It depends. If they're running the ball well and they're... Obviously, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to give you an answer. Um, I think about... 25 to 30 times. Seems reasonable. Yeah, I'm not going to say like 50 times. That's kind of weird. But you never know. Yeah. Maybe they threw it 50 times. Yeah, you never know. Obviously, excuse me. Jeez. It all depends on the game, right? Like you said, if the run game's working, why throw the ball? But we shall have the C come Sunday, 3.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. But yeah. Why don't we talk about the keys to this game for the 49ers? 
obviously, starting with number one, and then obviously you you can do the we'll trade off on these six on, on these ones right here. Don't let Patrick Mahomes out of the pocket. Yep. Don't do um, that's one of the biggest keys for sure. Um, obviously, I've been seeing a lot of uh, Patrick Mahomes one read guy. Um, it's either that. I don't really agree with that, but I see that when Patrick Mahomes gets out of the pocket, he's running towards the sideline, keeping his eyes downfield, he gets where his magic happens. Um, obviously, what the 49ers have to do is just keep him in the pocket. Obviously, we have the defensive line to do that, to keep him contained, keep him in the pocket, and also not only uh, keep him under pressure, but also sack him. Um, ID line should keep him on the reins, but we shall see it obviously come Sunday. Um, again, I think I, the crazy stat was like, he's got like out of the pocket, he's got like 24 touchdowns with no interceptions. I think there was, there was like a stat like that. And I was like, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty freaking good. So obviously don't let him out of the pocket this game for sure. Yeah. You don't want to get out of the pocket. Um, unlike, Lamar Jackson, um, who's you know more able to, you know, run like a running back when he gets out of the pocket. Mahomes is able to run, uh, but he looks downfield to throw when he gets out of the yes. pocket, yes. which absolutely. is absolutely which is somewhat dangerous because on those plays he's able to get 40, 50 yard gains on that, and that can help happen. So yeah, so the key is to keep him is don't is the key is to do not let him out of the pocket. Um, then on defense, well yeah, on defense is don't get beat deep on defense as i said about him getting out of the pocket which kind of goes hand in hand with that as well um so that's the defensive keys for the game so far um offensively uh yeah um yeah you another thing that. On the, don't get beat deep especially on our, our well obviously we're more of a cover three scheme so a, a really big basis of cover threes that you as a cornerback as a safety or anything like that or anyone covering anybody don't get beat deep it's a three drop zone um Obviously, Richard Sherman on the outside. I, I, I assume it's going to be Emmanuel Mosley on the other side. Yeah, it will um, be. And then, obviously, Jimmy Ward and Quasi Tart in the safety positions. Especially with this team, with the speed that they have. I mean, you have McCall, Ford, uh, McCall Hardman, you have Tyreek Hill. You cannot get beat deep, especially with those two guys. Obviously, Sammy Watkins will line up in the slot. He'll line up anywhere, outside, inside. And then, you know, obviously, Damian Williams even lining up as a receiver as well. Don't get a bit deep. Talk on defense. Uh, and we should do well. Yeah. That's the yeah, key. Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, obviously, that's all on the defensive side. Why don't we talk about on the offensive side, uh, Jake, why don't you take it from here? Yep, so the main key, as you've seen in the last two games in the playoffs with the Niners, is uh, to run the ball and control the clock. Um, that's key to do to keep the Chiefs off the field. Uh, also kind of wear them down on defense too, which will help you uh, um, score more points. So that's Absolutely. the. I don't think they're going to run the ball like they did last week because that's in, or two weeks ago because that's like impossible to do again. But if they run it. They're going to run it well, I believe. I don't think the Chiefs' defense is that good against the run. Uh, so they do that. They're going to put some points on the board, keep the offense on the field, keep the defense of the Chiefs on the field as well. That will be great yep. for their chances too. Uh, next yep, key, yep, yep. next key to be- uh, And on that, I mean, obviously we've seen we've seen games, we've seen the Chiefs get beat on teams who do run the ball like this. The the one, this is a prime example is when the Colts 
we're at Kansas City and they beat the Chiefs like this, running the ball, controlling the clock, giving it to uh, who's the who's the Colts running back? Marlon Mack. Yeah, Marlon Mack. Like every single play, getting just chunk yardage. Return. Like you said, keeping the defense just on the field, getting them tired, and actually, you know, get, keep keeping Pat Mahomes on the sideline. And then when they do get back on, they have no tempo, they have no rhythm. Next thing you know, they have three and out, and we get the ball back. We do the exact same thing over and over and over again. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Uh, so next key uh, is to get George Kittle and Emmanuel Sanders more involved on offense. Now, the reason why they weren't involved in the first two games really that much was because, actually for Kittle, more receiving-wise, he wasn't involved in the match the last two games, was because uh, they ran the ball so well, as we've been saying. So this game, the key is to get Kittle and Sanders involved more offensively passing-wise, which I think will happen. Uh, so hopefully that happens too, You know, not to keep it one-dimensional, well, however, the exactly. Niners, when they're one-dimensional, they're still really good. Uh, so that will be one of the other keys for the Niners right there. Um, so, yeah. And the last key, unless you have something to add. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, against the Vikings, they're the number one team uh, against the tight end. I think he only had, like, two catches. That game. But, again, running the ball. Um, and Kittle, I mean, the best tight end in the league. The guy can do it all. Not only catching, but blocking as well. Um, digging guys out of the hole. I mean, I just, I, that's where the money's going to be made uh, in the run game for sure with Kittle. But again, uh, we're going to see him. And it's going to be a crucial third down, obviously, multiple times during this during this game. We're going to see it. We're going to look at Kittle. It's going to be him or Emmanuel Sanders or even, we'll even see a little Kendrick Bourne in there as well. Um, look to see for those guys for sure, um, especially on third down, Kendrick Bourne. I mean, and, and the end zone. And keep your eye on Kendrick Bourne. He might have one, he might have two. You never know how this game will go. But um, absolutely. Um, get those guys involved. You have to. Obviously, again, like you've been saying, the run game has been working. But um, don't be one-dimensional, like you said. Even though the 49ers do well being one-dimensional, especially with the run, um, I would I would see Shanahan um, wanting to throw the ball more this game, especially because they haven't been doing it for the past two games. Right. But why don't you talk about the last one? That we always reiterate Yep. The last two games. But yeah, Jake, go ahead. Last key, major key, as key, uh, DJ Khaled once said, key, major key alert, uh, zero turnovers, a.k.a., also known as, for those that don't know, win the turnover battle. Niners, when they win the turnover battle, they're really good. When they don't win the turnover battle, they still are really good. However, they, <laughs> the Chiefs' the offense is really good, too, when they get turnovers. Uh, so the key right. is to not turn it over, turn over the Chiefs a couple of times, get some sacks, get – Mahomes uncomfortable and win the game, which is the biggest key. Absolutely, guys. Wholly 100% agree with you. Uh, like you said, especially the Chiefs are really good. Hey, if they get the turnover, next thing you know, Bama Home was the very first, the, the very next play. It's that it's a it's a it's a throw deep. Um, right. The defense might not be ready. You never know. They just score just like that. I mean, they're gonna have they're gonna they, they might have a drive in the Super Bowl where it just takes them three plays to get downfield. Uh, but we've seen before. We've seen. Our defense overcome uh, a fast start from an opposing offense, and it completely just shut them down. Um, and I, I and I can't wait to see that in the Super Bowl. It's going to be fun to watch. But yeah, again, win the turnover battle. Zero turnovers. Win the turnover battle. But yeah, while we move on to our last thing is predictions. Obviously, this is our last prediction of the year. Um, I won again this year, most likely. Uh, I haven't been keeping track. We haven't. We didn't do it. Yeah, we like, like we did it last year. We kind of stopped. 
Yeah. But um. But yeah, this is how it goes. Um, what a year it has it been for the NFL. Gosh, uh, it, it went by so fast. It's already it's Super Bowls in February, but I mean, started in September. It's it literally like blink of an eye. It's already done. Yeah. Can't wait for next year though. But can't wait for Sunday though. But yeah, um, my prediction: Game score. Obviously, the 49ers are going to win. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, we're not picking against them here. And. Uh, obviously, uh, my final score prediction is going to be 38-27, uh, 49ers, um, somewhat high-scoring game. But MVP, I'm going to give it to the one and only Jimmy Garoppolo. Hmm. Uh, Big move. I, I, I really feel like he's going to have some monster throws this game. Obviously, our run game is going to be working. And if it's not, uh, I, I feel confident in uh, giving – and putting the reins on, uh, unloading the rain on Jimmy, letting him do his thing, letting letting Shanahan do his thing with the scheme that he's had to make up in these past two weeks against his Chiefs defense. Um, it's gonna be fun to watch. Can't wait. What about you, Jake? My prediction, of course, Niners win this forty-one twenty-eight. I was gonna go Jimmy Garoppolo, but you know, I don't want to be redundant here on the episode. So today, I'm going with and my pick for the MVP is Debo Samuel. Uh, he's wow, my pick. Wow! He's been their wow. best receiver this year. Uh, the, yeah, he's been their best receiver this year, wide receiver wise. Uh, so he's my pick for MVP of uh, Super Bowl Fifty Four. Yeah. Um, obviously, George Kittle can also be in the mix. Um, and you, can, you never know; there might be a defensive player in the mix. What are your thoughts on a defensive player winning MVP? And who would you choose if it were Sherman? Yeah, Sherman. Sherman. If he has two picks this game, I give it to Sherm. Uh, if Nick Bosa has two plus sacks and some monster play, I can I can see him also getting it. But um, obviously, uh, offense rules in this league. Yeah. However, in but, the Super Bowl though, defense is rule. Yes, you're not lying. You're not lying. Not like last year. Hopefully, we don't get a game like last year. Hopefully, it's not that boring. But um, obviously, my eyes are still going to be glued to this game. Well, yeah. Stop. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but yes. Anything else after this episode, Jake? Um, no, that's all I have to ask for this episode. Um, so all right. Yeah. Awesome. All right, here we go. All right, for us. Uh, thanks for listening to the BA podcast. Your co-host James with Jake, episode eighty-nine, Super Bowl edition. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA underscore podcast one. Follow us on Twitter at the BA underscore podcast one. Uh, like us on Facebook. Also follow us on the podcast app and also follow us on soundcloud and also like us on facebook if i didn't say that already yep you did uh but yeah make sure to like subs- make sure to subscribe like share rate review unsubscribe resubscribe do it a few times you gain a system let trigger the industry over two years now to get a top 100 podcast worldwide we will take top 100 podcast sports and recreation but as you know we shoot for the stars here at the ba podcast against the top 100 podcast worldwide if you do we'll give you a high five so that after today's episode Niners! Bye! Bye! Bye!